Montgomery County, Maryland is where businesses go to be next. Home to a highly skilled, diverse workforce, a thriving business community, competitive incentives, and more. MoCo will help transform your business. Visit bnext.thinkmoco.com to see how we can help you be next. Think UVA is just in Charlottesville? Think again. We expanded our reach so you could expand yours. Introducing the University of Virginia, Northern Virginia. This is professional learning with UVA excellence, and it's closer than you think. Visit northern.virginia.edu to learn more. Hello everybody and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name is Deborah Hatswell and you're listening to BBR Investigations. Tonight's podcast is titled Stay Home. There are beasts roaming our woodlands and rural areas. Welcome to the new and improved BBR Investigations. Thank you for joining me as we start the year afresh. We start and finish tonight's podcast with some new cases from the BBR case files. And at this time of year, we are usually inundated with reports of strange animal deaths and attacks from unknown animals. Many of these mutilations and deaths are blamed on wildlife or domestic dogs. Only this week, a shocking number of sheep were attacked in Kent, and it was discovered that nearly 30 sheep died in what is being claimed as a suspected dog attack. That is amongst the worst case that Kent police have ever seen. 27 ewes were killed. The ewes, some of which were pregnant with twins or triplets, were attacked between Christmas Eve and 1pm on Boxing Day. The ewes were found in a field near Dayton Street in Tainham, near Sittingbourne, and barking was reportedly heard in the area between 4pm and 5pm on Christmas Day, although no witness was named as a source for the reported barking or whether it was a singular witness or several. A police spokesman said they believe the attack was carried out by one dog, but they cannot rule out that more dogs may have been involved. PC Mark Pennycott of Kent Police Rural Task Force said, this is a distressing incident, which is possibly the worst livestock attack we've ever had. The farmer has not only suffered a financial loss due to this incident, but animals have been needlessly killed. These dogs would have been covered in mud and would have returned home exhausted and we are committed to identifying their owners. The remaining livestock have also been left vulnerable to further attack. So it's extremely important that we find out who is responsible for this. Now, no images of the ewes have been released and the police are keeping a tight lid on all of the details. Nobody saw the dog or the dogs responsible for the attack and no information regarding the scene or any wound patterns has been discussed. I wondered if a DNA swab of the wounds was even taken. Dog attacks on livestock cost the farming sector at least 50,000 a year. In 2021, it was quoted by the National Sheep Association that 67% more attacks were reported during the COVID-19 pandemic. I find that interesting. 
Sheepwatch UK says most attacks take place between January and March during peak lambing season. On average, four sheep are killed per dog attack. Though some farmers lose 30 to 40 sheep in a single incident. With large cat reports dramatically on the increase, along with the Real Wild in Wolf project, there may be more than just a domestic dog that's attacking these sheep. In some cases in Scotland, the fleece had been removed from the ewes by hand and the bones were crunched by an unknown predator. There are other cases like this in the UK. Every year on average, around 15,000 sheep are reported of being killed by dogs. Not only do we get cases like this each year, there has also been an increase in local pets disappearing all across the UK. And in one Scottish town, a woman's death was blamed on badgers and foxes. There are so many cases now across the globe where people and animals are being found in really unusual circumstances. And the authorities either do not investigate, but also the events themselves are mostly explained away by stray or domestic dogs. Recently, I was contacted by a listener named Scott Manser who shared with me a very recent report that is startling to say the least. I was not aware of the sheep killed in Ireland until Scott contacted me and I was grateful that he did. Scott said, I've watched the Irish news interview with a farmer called Healer and he mentioned seeing powerfully built, large, black, shiny coated dogs in the area. He knows they were not just dogs. I also noticed all the recent cases, including Kent, Tipperary, Moneygall, Moy Valley, as well as Banyan Road, Ardmore, Oklahoma, Ross County, Ohio. All these places are situated close to cemeteries, said Scott. They're also close to water sources and often out in very rural areas. I know a number of areas in the UK with large numbers of animal kills, mutilations, missing livestock and pets, even missing humans where cryptid, paranormal and UFO events have taken place. The case that Scott shared with me happened just this week and it said that Garda are investigating a suspected dog attack that took place in County Tipperary in which 45 sheep were killed and a further 20 other animals were put down due to the injuries that had been inflicted on them. The animals were found dead and injured on land at Laura, on the morning of Tuesday, December the 27th, a Garda spokesman confirmed these facts. The Garda and a local dog warden attended the scene and inquiries into the matter are ongoing. The horrendous attack comes within weeks of the last two desperate attacks in Monegal, County Offaly and Moy Valley, County Kildare. Garda spokesman Mr Comiskey stated, the slaughter of the animals on the farm and the horrendous effects it had on family farms and everyone involved finding these animals scattered around the field slaughtered cannot continue. Incidents like this just keep on going. They are happening week after week, he said. Time for talking is over. Action is now needed. The IFA sheep chairman said he receives calls reporting attacks every week throughout the year from two to three sheep to as many as seven and sometimes even 15 sheep. A total of 48 lambs were killed in Monegal just a few days after 12 sheep 
were brutally attacked and killed by dogs in County Kildare. These reports are not a modern occurrence. I discovered questions had been raised in Parliament as far back as 1908. In the Irish Parliament, November 1911, a question was asked after an animal mutilation had taken place on a farm. And the question was asked by an MP. And he stated, on the night of the 28th of October 1911, a bullock, the property of a man who holds grazing on Liskaline Farm near Ballinrobe area, was mutilated and it had its tail removed. The farmer is aware that there have been cattle driving on his farm recently and that intermediary shots had been fired outside the house. As Scott said, these attacks on wildlife, pets and livestock are happening far more often and the areas that are being hit are very similar. These areas also have all the things that are attractive to large cats, wolves, cryptids and our own military and government. Surely, if this was a case of simply being domestic dogs, the government could just ban them from the land. Most sheep and cattle fields could be classed as out of bounds. So to leave this problem year in, year out, seems very strange to me. We are seeing CCTV images of everything across Britain. It's something like 14 cameras per person per day. Yet we're not seeing any images of these dogs that are being blamed for the killings. We're not seeing paw prints images or hair samples or DNA samples are not being taken or requested. We've got to consider that our own government are turning a blind eye to the problem at best. Or even more alarmingly, they are engineering these attacks for fear and panic. Another reason for the public to stay out of the woods, perhaps. Stay away from nature. Stay home. It's not safe. Plug in. Buy everything online. Never question. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'll step out of line. These attacks also affect our food supply, even our economy. So blaming a stray dog is a really easy way to explain these kills away. 
I accept that hundreds, if not thousands of these kills are made by poachers, loose dogs and deranged humans. But there are cases where the death count is so high, it would require more than one animal to do all that killing. One thing that Scott said to me stood out, he said that there must be more than one creature involved in these attacks due to the sheer number of animals killed. Scott spoke on the theory that a cryptid creature like a dogman could be to blame for these senseless kills. He said, it just sounds like several creatures working together. A couple to corral the sheep close together and then the other does the slaughter perhaps. I'd have to agree with Scott. And we could also consider a huge £1,000 cryptid, thickly muscled and eight feet tall, could take any animal or human it wanted to. Another area of the UK that has a large number of sheep kills, a history of cryptid reports, some more frightening than a dogman, is Canuck Chase. Canuck also has a cemetery, set on old military of defence land. A number of areas around the chase have reported an alarming number of missing pets and deer being taken. Several farms have also suffered a number of strange livestock killed in the last few years. In April 2021, police were alerted to an incident where seven lambs and a ewe died following an attack in North Staffordshire. While a number of animals were found dead, more were injured and treated by the vet. Officers from Staffordshire Moorlands neighbouring police unit were called to a farm in Hollington on April 24, 2021. No dog was seen or reported on the land. And once again, there is no mention of any actual evidence of dogs or any other animals. On the 11th of February, 2021, an even more disturbing incident happened on a farm in Bickford when sheep were killed and one was left hanging on the farm gate. The outer lying fields surrounding the chase are filled with these kind of incidents. Now, a recent report from Milford, a small town close to Canuck Chase, has raised the question, is the beast of the chase still at large? I was contacted by a chap on YouTube who shared with me his experience that happened in November 2021. Now, I'll be chatting with him about the incident more in depth. But he did share enough information and I felt it was worth mentioning in tonight's podcast. He said, this is going to sound really crazy, but I've seen the creature people report on the chase. I live about a mile and a half from the German war cemetery. And one night on my way home from a meal at a place in Milford, I saw something difficult to explain. It was about 9pm, November 2021. And it was dark, and as I turned off the A34 heading back across the chase home, people who know the area know the first part of the route. As you drive off the A34, there are a lot of deer, and you come to an area where they cross, and it can be really dangerous, and that's one of the accident black spots. So when I drive this road, I tend to stagger into the middle of it. So if something runs out, you've at least got some chance of time to react. As you start to climb the hill, the road is banked on both sides. And just before you start to get into the woodland on the left-hand side up the bank, that's where I saw it. There was only what could be described as a huge dog standing there. At first glance, it was grey in colour, scruffy looking but big. 
a mean big like a great dane i was doing about 45 miles an hour and seeing it was enough for me to slam the brakes on and hit reverse fast i said to my wife did you see that but she said no she hadn't i reversed back to where it had been and when i got to the spot i tried to turn the headlights to view the bank and at the top of it was this thing well the back of it as it was facing back to the road so i could see its tail and its rear hind legs i'd say it was a large wolf in appearance i also noticed mild stripes in its fur it was totally weird now i am not going to say it's a werewolf but it was definitely not a dog it was far too big to just be a domestic dog how many times have we heard that exact description? It was no ordinary dog. It was far too big. Or this thing was not a domestic dog. It was big and thickly muscled. I know of three reports like this in my hometown alone. Also in the same area where 15 sheep were killed in unusual circumstances not too long ago. Farmers never put any more sheep in that field. The witness to the huge grey scruffy dog was driving on the A34, the road at Cannock. He mentioned this area as a black spot for accidents due to the high number of deer that crossed the road, often at dawn and dusk. On the 4th of the 2nd, 21, a man who drives this route often contacted me about an incident that happened to him on the same part of the road. Two golf ball sized red eyes. Rob is our witness and he said, I'm a lorry driver. I use the M6 route through Staffordshire as part of my job. On this night, due to our diversion, I had to leave the N6 motorway and take the alternative route past the Dalraddy Cottage roundabout in Penkridge. I was driving on the A34 going northbound and this night was no different to any other. Until I wasn't too far from the cottage. As I approached the roundabout, just after the Huntington there, is a sign for the Commonwealth War Cemetery. I saw something and I can't explain it. And I saw it as I passed the wooded area. It was late at night, it was about 1.15am and it was Thursday, 4th of Feb 2021. As I was driving, there was dark woodland and heathland on both sides of me. And I was startled to see four deer that were just standing there, stationary in the road. Now that's really unusual behaviour for deer and there were other drivers on the road waiting to pass them. The deer were herded together just on the other side of the roundabout. They didn't move out of the way even from the path of the monarchic lure. I had to negotiate around them by going on the wrong side of the bollard and taking the lane on the opposite side of the road. I was really confused about their behaviour. This is really out of the ordinary for deer. I wanted to know what had them so interested that they wouldn't move even from traffic in the road. So I slowed right down and I started looking to where the stationary deer appeared to be staring. After a few seconds, I saw something between two trees and that were glowing about five, five and a half feet apart. I looked at the two trees and between them I saw two red lights. At least I think they were lights. They were the size of golf balls, around 8 to 12 inches apart. I had a good eye level from where I was sitting in the lorry. 
I think I was approximately 10 feet off the ground. And as I passed the deer, they see, that seemed to break their trance and they scattered into the nearby woodland. I use this road regularly when the M6 is closed. It's always used as the diversion route. So I'm really familiar with it. I've seen wild animals close to the road before, but I don't know what those red globes were. It could have been eye shine, I suppose. Whatever it was, it spooked the deer out of the woods onto a major road filled with traffic. It was dark and there could have been a serious accident. I think I broke the stair between the deer and the red eyes as I drove between them. All the hairs on my arm stood up at the end of that moment. I can still remember that feeling, all this time later. I went back, looking for those red lights or a reflector or something the next day. I tried to debunk the whole incident. Something must have been there to make the reflection, and I was confusing it with eyeshine. I was going to measure with the tape how high the red orbs were, but I felt that feeling of complete dread wash over me, and I thought better of it. It was just a sickly feeling as if I wasn't welcome there. As I drive for a living, I have a dash cam fitted in the cab. I check the dash cam and I cut it out just before the roundabout. And it didn't come back on until much later. It's never malfunctioned before. I went lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back on the 18th of Feb, and it felt different. It felt okay. No bad feelings this time. Everything was calm. There was still nothing visible though in front of the tree. Where the eyes were, below that, was completely black that night. In daylight, I should have been able to see a trunk there or something in front of the tree. But there wasn't anything and there was nothing I could mistake for those red orbs. Rob. I wonder if Rob saw the same creature that's responsible for the animal kills at Canuck. Does this creature roam the chase? So many of the werewolf reports take place within walking distance of the A34. Then we also have the horrible pigman that's said to haunt the area around the RAF radar tower at Pie Green. There are also multiple UFO reports here and all manner of supernatural happenings. But you don't have to look far to see places which we would not consider hotspots for the paranormal, where we have a link between a werewolf-like creature and strange deer or animal kills. In a small Scottish town, there's a report made to BBR by a chap who had a very strange experience walking his dog one evening. He said, I contacted you, Deb, as I'd like to get a werewolf dogman sighting off my chest. It was 2014, 15 when it happened, so I'd have been about 14, 15 years old at the time. I lived in a little village just outside Glasgow, my dad's house at the bottom of the village. And on weekends, I used to walk down to my dad's and I lived with my mum at our house, which was a 10 minute walk away. 
I used to go and sit on the computer and play the PlayStation all night, as kids do. One night, I decided to walk back up to my mum's to go to bed, and I left about 2.30am. Nothing happened on the walk home, and as soon as I got to my mum's, I took our dog out for a quick pee. Now, my mum lives in a cul-de-sac, and you walk around the corner and down this street, about 150 metres, and you come out of the cul-de-sac then. And after the last house on the right of this long road, there's a steep hill, and that hill has stone steps to allow people up the hill. So the house next to the steps has an eight-foot fence, obviously for privacy, from people using those steps. As I was walking the dog, we got to the corner, which leads to this long road with a hill at the end, and she stopped for a pee. And she, she was doing that. She's facing the way we'd just come from, and I'm standing, looking down the road, waiting for her. And I saw what I can only describe as a wolf, but it was standing upright. It was around eight feet tall, and it was just standing there at the top of the stairs. Suddenly, in one movement, it jumped about 30 feet from the top of those stairs and landed without a sound behind a big removal van. The van was parked outside the last house on the right. I only saw this creature for a split second, but even so, I saw it as clear as day. It didn't try to hide, and it was in full view, lit up by the streetlights. The best way that I can describe it was its likeness to the werewolf from the movie Dog Soldiers. It had a wolf's snout and a long grey mane which flowed behind its head that moved with the motion of the jump. At the time, I genuinely thought I was seeing things due to its silent landing from such a long jump. I don't think it registered with me completely. So as my dog finished a pee, I just beckoned her to come with me and we started to walk towards a removal van, which was our usual walking route home. We took three steps down the road towards the Lurra, about 80 metres away at this point, and my dog just froze. She stared at the Lurra and then she nearly pulled my shoulder out of its socket as she sprinted to the end of her lead and dragged me back towards the house, which was so out of character. I remained calm. Maybe I was in shock. I walked the 60 metres back to my house with my dog sprinting on the spot at the end of the lead and she was nearly grinding her claws down. She was so frantic. She was just totally out of character for her. We were home and I immediately went to bed. I decided the best move would be putting the whole experience at the back of my mind and just forgetting about it. I was woken shortly afterwards by scratching noises coming from the back garden and my dog was howling, the first and only time in her life that she's ever howled. I was frozen in my bed. I couldn't bring myself to look outside, so I just stayed in bed till I fell asleep. I would love to catch up with this witness again to see if he's had any other experiences similar to this before or since those events. When he contacts me and he shared the area of the happening where he saw the creature, I knew that I'd looked it up before. And it, you know when you have like a, I don't know what you call it, like a, a brain worm possibly. I went through my files and I realised that I'd looked it up before because of some strange animal deaths that had been reported there. Because um, two roe deer 
were discovered. One was in uh, the woodland in Shawhead and it was up in the tree. And the other was in a field in the Carnborough area. Both discoveries were spotted by the same man from Shawhead while out having an afternoon stroll. Speaking about his first gruesome find, the man who asked not to be named told the Airdrie and Coatbridge advertiser, I was just out for a walk in the woodland when I noticed some human footsteps in the snow and a lot of blood. At first, I thought a person had been attacked as there were marks in the snow, as if something had been dragged along the ground. I was totally shocked when I saw the deer up there in that tree. It's such a cruel thing to do. It doesn't really make any sense because if it had been hunted, then surely they would have took it away with them for the meat. The injuries were horrible. His throat was cut and there was blood everywhere and his stomach was down on the ground. It must have been cut open. Why it had been put all the way up in the tree, I don't know. I called the community police and they came back out the following evening to take the deer down from the tree and I went along to help them. And earlier that week, the same man spotted another dead deer. He explained, I was out walking with my metal detector and it was around quarter to five in the afternoon when I found the carcass just lying lifeless in the field. It had been viciously attacked and there were quite clear puncture marks in its neck and its head had been totally twisted the wrong way round. It was awful to see. It looked as though a dog had maybe gotten to it, but I just wonder why the body was left like that. It was a really shocking sight. That's two I've found recently, he said, and it's important that people in the community know this is happening. I remember a few years back, there was a lot of deer being killed in this area, and I hope this isn't the same thing. It was reported in 2010 that the police officers and local rangers were concerned about the number of animals being slaughtered at Drumpelier County Park. So we've seen cases tonight in Ireland, England and Scotland. And they're also in Wales. Because it would seem no matter where we look, we find cases like this. Have a simple Google search for your own area. Just put in, I don't know, Doncaster, animal mutilation, and see what pops up. And you might be surprised to find far more cases reported than you realised. In September of 2022, research conducted by Admiral Pet Insurance revealed that over a quarter of a million cats are currently missing in the UK. Also, a plethora of reports about missing dogs. So new research reveals that cats and dogs are also in danger of going missing. The insurance company is warning cat owners to keep a close eye on their pets as the days go darker. It is said that 184 cats go missing every minute. That's three each second. Now, the strange mystery of the Welsh animal mutilations. In the Gwynedd area in 2001, a lamb was found in a small farm. A large oval-shaped hole had been made through its left hip. It was roughly an inch wide and there was a 45 degree angle in what doctors would describe as treepening of the bone. What sort of mechanism could have achieved that? What dog can do that? 
at Brook Farm, Diffie, 2002. A farmer found a mutilated Texel ram in the morning. He'd inspected the animals the night before and they were fine and there was no sign of anything unusual. A week before the ram attack, the farmer lost six ewes and he described the injuries to the ewes as a jaw strip being taken, they had missing tongues and there was a hardly any blood at the scene. At Woodside Farm, Minorta, 2009, four dead ewes were found with facial strips missing. There were a number of other odd incidents down the years, including an annual disappearance of 15 to 20 ewes on one farm. It should also be noted that the SAS are known to conduct training exercises in this area. A common denominator could be that Neymar may be monitoring the situation, said the Animal Field Unit. In March of 2011, a new study released information that a decade of clinical animal mutilations in Wales was being investigated by pathologists. The organisation called the Animal Pathology Field Unit was set up in 2001 to investigate a number of cases after sheep and cattle were discovered dead with strange surgical style injuries. The APFU concentrates most of its resources in the Ree Valley near the border and in towns including Nineton and Clindandred, Wales, where mutilations are said to be rife. The group explained their findings and said the injuries to the animals are too sophisticated to have been caused by predators. Some of the animals have been killed in locations which are difficult to reach without being detected. Phil Hoyle of the APFU said there is a curious lack of blood or footprints at the scenes, despite the surgical removal of large amounts of tissue. We are looking at the UFO connection and people are describing unconventional things entering and leaving the sea. We have some farmers that have seen unusual lights and found animal kills in an extremely surgical way. These injuries are not done by satanic cults. They're very sophisticated whether done by aliens, military or some clandestine monitoring, something unusual is going on. We don't know what has the ability to do this. What can literally walk into an isolated area, surgically remove tissue, walk out and not leave a footprint or anything behind. He said actively in the past years, he felt that these reports had increased significantly. And he stated that the military had moved in to monitor the situation. I don't think he's taken into consideration the cryptid angle, but that may be because he isn't aware of the connection. There were reports of cryptid creatures not too far away. And a recent report that's come into BBR in October of 2021 may be of interest to the APFU. A witness said to me, I wanted to ask if anyone heard or knows of any animals that make really horrible, guttural, growling-type sounds. Myself and a friend were just up a local hill here in Shropshire, about 2am. We were sitting in the car for a catch-up tonight, and something weird happened. We got out of the car for a cigarette when we first arrived, and I heard some noises that sounded a bit like a cow. So I just dismissed it, and we carried on talking. Anyway. We got back in the car and sat talking for a while and I fancied another smoke so we got out for a cigarette. 
and I heard this noise a few more times again. I don't know what it was. It also sounded at one point like muffled voices. So I just dismissed it. It sounded fairly distant then. We got back in the car and got out again a little while later and we'd heard these noises each time. I just kept dismissing it as a cow. Until a few seconds later, when we heard the same noise, but suddenly it sounded incredibly close and it wasn't like any noise I'd heard before. It was like a deep guttural noise and it scared the life out of us. Well, I was scared. My friend was more curious as his intent on seeing some sort of cryptid. I ran back to the car. We followed and we sped off. Does anyone know if cows can make a weird guttural growling noise? Not quite a growl, I just can't describe it. I've lived in the countryside around all sorts of livestock all my life and I've never heard a noise like this. I'm convinced it wasn't a cow. One minute it sounded about a quarter of a mile away and 30 seconds later it sounded 20 yards away. I'm the kind of person that wants to rule out all options before I make it into something it's not. So if anyone knows any creatures in this country that could make a really deep and loud guttural type sound, let me know. I really wish I could describe it. It's not quite a growl. More like a weird cow distress sound, but not. But extremely low and guttural and quite menacing. I haven't ever heard this noise before in my life. Just to add, about three weeks ago, we were sitting up on the same hill, a similar sort of time, about 1, 2am, and we saw a UFO on the horizon in front of us. It was definitely a UFO, it wasn't a star. It was a bright white light that suddenly appeared out of nowhere, and it was moving slowly to the right, and then it dropped behind the hills on the horizon. A few minutes later, some helicopters showed up and they appeared to be investigating this area where the UFO was. I'm not sure if this is linked, but recently, me and my friend have had a few strange experiences happen. Anyway, if anyone knows about any animals that can make that noise I've tried to describe above, please let me know. Maybe I'm just a bit spooked by it and I'm being overreacting or something. But honestly, I've never heard a noise like that before in my life. I just don't know what can make a low, guttural type noise like that. I really felt for this witness. I mean, you can see the way this I can guess and question each minute section of that event. I did the same. I still do the same. I, can, I can't speak for our witness, but I was hoping for a really easy explanation for the experience that I had. I've heard this guttural growl mentioned by other people before. They say that you can feel it, that it's that deep. Not too long ago, I discovered a number of cases where horses had been attacked in a field in what to me seems impossible circumstances. Horses are not defenceless. They will kill to protect themselves or their foals. The injuries inflicted on these horses are surgical knife-like, but there are one or two cases where dogs have also been blamed for those attacks. Four horses were brutally attacked at one stable and left one horse in a critical condition. Now some pictures have been released by the Scottish SPCA 
and they show the aftermath of the vicious incident at an equine complex at Lanark Moor, Country Park, Lanarkshire. A horrified horse owner had phoned charity bosses after discovering the deep bloody cuts on their animals on Sunday. One of the animals is in critical condition after sustaining massive wounds to its legs, while the other three have some serious injuries. Heather Lawson of the SSPCA said the wounds were likely to have come from dogs and that the other horses that were not hurt appeared to have been chased. As she said, we're appealing to members of the public to come forward if they have any information about this incident. Four of the horses in the field sustained serious injuries and other horses were distressed and agitated, suggesting they'd also been chased. On examination by a vet, the horses were found to have bite and puncture wounds consistent with an attack by an animal, most likely to be dogs or multiple dogs. The incident is thought to have occurred between 6pm on the evening of Saturday the 4th of September and 8am on the morning of Sunday the 5th of September 2021. That date keeps popping up if you notice. Why would somebody or something attack animals in this way? If it was for food, the meat would be gone. If it was a domestic dog in a killing frenzy, where are the signs? Dogs are messy. They tear up a seam when they're eating. They rip and tear eaters and they'll dig their paws into the ground to get purchased so they can eat. You see typical dog bite wounds. A large cat would also take the meat. Cats don't kill for fun. They don't remove fleeces. They'll play with the prey. But once it is killed, that carcass is taken and covered. In all these cases, no meat was taken. It's the same for poachers. Why would a poacher kill an animal and not take the meat and the fleece? One suggestion that I would like to put forward is that these animals are being milked for their fear. Something is terrorising these animals and whatever it is, it has an agenda because it's not eating them. Whether that be a human sicko for his own pleasure, an EME, a cryptid, or a UFO, I am unsure. But I can state for certain this trend will increase dramatically. As I said at the beginning, the UK government has the means to keep this at bay, yet they don't. Is the message being conveyed? Stay home. There are beasts roaming our woodlands and rural areas. Until next time, good night everyone.
With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.